that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks. Because, because duality, duality is a thing. To have a party, open off that Bacardi, feeling so hot tamale. Boy, I know you're watching me, so what's it gonna be? Purple taking me higher. I'm lifted and I like it. Boy, you got me inspired. Baby, come and get it if you're really feeling me. Anybody want to take it away? I'm more impressed that you, <laughs> that you know those words. I Same. never knew what she was saying. Well, she talks about smoking weed in that verse. I was really, I was fascinated. I didn't know. Now, is that the same song where she says, y'all niggas is ash and I'm lotion? Oh, wait a Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Does she say the N-word? She does. Half of her can do that. Mariah does? Mm-hmm. Mariah said, y'all niggas is, is ash and I'm lotion. Mm-hmm. I love that for wow. her. She said, them <laughs> chickens is ash and I'm lotion. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Well, praise the Lord, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome, blacks, mm-hmm. to the kitchen table. We're here to talk about the worst hood we've ever endeavored to live in, adulthood. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have some special guests, some very, 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 very special guests. I mean, extremely very special. Ooh, yes, that was like five varies. varies. Five varies. Five varies. I'm excited. We have the ladies, the beautiful ladies of Around the Way Curls podcast will be joining us. Hey, friend. Welcome Hi. Back. Hey, y'all. Hey. Oh, hello. Thanks. Hi, Queens. Antoinette and Shanti are yes. in the building. Yes. The Welcome. Ready to the just... porcelain princess and, and the queen herself. <laughs> oh. I'm yes. s- wow. She's the queen herself, yes. but I'm the porcelain princess. Well, That's the bullshit. No, that was the act- toffee. I was just trying I to make know. sure I you get had my name your separate together. identities. That's all. I- porcelain? <laughs> That's kind of shady. It's very shady. It is and Jane, and... you don't have a lot of room. Well, I did first of all. <laughs> Shanti made that. Do you know what the, Do you know what Jade means? I looked this up. We were all together, Crystal, Fran, and I, and and I was sitting. We were going over names. I said, "I'm wondering what Jade means," and it means White Island. No, it doesn't. <laughs> No, it Look it up. I looked it up. White <laughs> I Island language in J- Japanese. I don't know, but that shit meant White Island. Y'all are gonna and Google I, that and you're gonna realize that she made that up. Yeah. No, I'm White not. White Island. Jade. I thought Jade was a stone. Wasn't it, it a stone? It's a colored mm-hmm. queen. No, I looked this up. A precious stone. I feel J- like that's Jade. This is Mandela <laughs> effect. Is what's <laughs> happening right now. Y'all are here. <laughs> Jade. <laughs> what just? <laughs> Wow. Well, know, while will, Antoinette uh, looks up her dreams, why don't you, Shanti, oh how was your week? <laughs> My week's been good. I actually got to see Antoinette. So we were hanging out. She came up to Philly, Philly. And so we were hanging out. Tell them how she um, came up. She got a new car. The Brooklyn Princess came new. up in the new chariot, pulled up. <laughs> I said, fall wow. out till you fall out then. Okay. Uh, listen now, Jade like... dr- drove me up there to go get a new car about two hours away. She had to go, so I had to buy something. 
was like, how the like, fuck am home? I going to get home? And I didn't leave until I, I said, now, is she get, is she walking away with this thing today? And the man was like, yes, she absolutely is. I said, okay, I got to go. Well, go ahead. <laughs> Congratulations. Of course he was. He was like, she ain't leaving here without buying nothing. The fuck you think? This- she was, I'm getting my ceiling fans put in. I got to go. I did. Have you named your car yet? I I was calling her porcelain. It's between porcelain princess and Snow White. I haven't decided oh yet. Oh, Snow White. Oh, oh it's white. Not so Snow White. Okay, not Snow White. Mm. All right. Well, what is this? Somebody porcelain give it. Princess. The porcelain, porcelain chariot princess. for yeah. the porcelain princess. Pull up. I agree. Royalty is here. <laughs> I agree. I hate that. That fucking mother of name. pearl. One or the mother other. Mother of pearl. <laughs> mother of pearl. <laughs> you have to oh, say. Like, yes. You have to. It's pearl. giving me what I wanted to. Yeah. yeah I like it. Thank yeah, you, bigger. mother of pearl. It's fascinating. Yes. So She's beautiful. It. All my cars have that. been men. I've never had a woman car. What? Oh, did you hear the the Ooh. the stunt she just did? The little humble brag. All my cars. My okay. I mean, over the course of my life, I'm not she saying was like, that I have several cars was a now. Guy. <laughs> my Benz was a let's, guy. Let's, my what let's not do that. Let's not names? do that. <laughs> yeah, what were their names? My first car. His name was Rodney. Oh, that's Child. a black ass. Oh, was man. that a Buick? Oh, all of my cars car. are black. Probably men. not dependable. Was that a was he that a was Buick? Actually, right, shout out to Rodney. <laughs> shout out to Rodney. <laughs> Rodney held okay. me down for a good long time. And then the next car was Anthony. Aww. Oh. And um, the, my current car, his name is Sean Corey Carter. <laughs> <laughs> I hate her. Carter. <laughs> I hate her so much. Hi. Wow. But yeah, I just have always had boy cars. I don't know why, but it's just sort of naturally just felt right. I like it. I you're, give you're, off big bi energy, so I might as well be riding around in a bitch. Makes sense. <laughs> I just feel like it's breaking the gender norm because they normally name a car like a uh, it's a feminine. A yeah. Yes. Oh, oh really? True. Yeah. Yes. Cars are usually oh. feminine, but I just you know. You're like fuck that, Rodney. How's Rodney. He- His name is Rodney. <laughs> that should have been my first car's name because that was a Park Avenue. A 1994 yeah. Buick Park Avenue, nigga. That was yes, my head. Right. Wow. No, that sounds more like a Richard. Richard? <laughs> Not Rodney. Richard. <laughs> Not Richard, but Richard. Richard. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> oh a good sturdy black male name, yeah. like Thaddeus mm. or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, so name. So I had a gallant after that. What's his name? Her name. Their name. Uh, Mitsubishi Galant. Yeah. Hmm. Yes, knowing the cars. I was like, what the fuck is mm-hmm. a Galant? I don't know I why I, I knew like, that. I don't know why I knew that. I don't care. Okay, let me think. Only like, only like male names are coming to me because I was going to say like Mitchell. Or <laughs> Mitchell. Mitch. Mitch. <laughs> this is Mitchell. really a fun game. Shanti, does your <laughs> car have a name? No. No. Broke. It's broke. Oh. I used to name my cars. I forgot all the damn names though, but no, not right now. But shout out to my Honda. I only get I only get foreign cars. Oh, I have I'm a Honda lying. too. Yeah, shout out to Hondas. It's shout out to Hondas. Best. I did name the Mitsubishi because it was red. I named it the Crimson mm-hmm. Wave. <laughs> See, oh. why that's a title. It's not a name. Well, but you but. know. Fair. I that's also like named book, my fish Tide. That was title. a really good movie. Thank Crimson you. Tide. No, this was the Crimson Tide. Oh, that's actually Wave. a movie title. I missed that. I'm it's an amazing movie, too. Shout out to Denzel Who Washington. Was in it? I was about to say, Denzel Hackman. Washington was in that, it's right? It's a really, it's a naval ship. Oh. High stakes. Highly recommended. It's on Hulu now. <laughs> Are you? Okay. Is that your Denzel voice? Girl. 
Is that your? I know, that, but it's a really good. Movie. <laughs> That's your Denzel voice. Come on, trying to get this IMDb partnership. Go ahead. <laughs> you deserve queen. Um, All right, well, we got some trash to get into, nigga. So I say we do that. What okay. say you? I'm down. Like four flat. All right, we're gonna get into the trash. <laughs> Basura, basura, cha-cha. It's trash time. And we get to discuss the trash with Around the Way Curls. I'm so excited. Basura. (laughs) Basura, cha-cha-cha. Okay, so first and foremost, your boy Bill Cosby um, has been denied role parole by the Pennsylvania Parole Board after refusing to take state-mandated sex offender programs in prison. Good. Well, oh, oh, he's refusing to he's re- say what? He's refusing, he's refusing to, take to take the state-mandated sex I... offender programs. I mean, wow. hey, the arrogance. That's a Philly man what right there. Bill? The arrogance. Well, listen, I'm just saying, like, you know, I mean, that's what happens. There are consequences, and this is it. I'm for it. So the nigga said he's going to serve the full 10 years because ahead, he's baby. not doing the programs, and whatever happens from there is like, that's what happens, but he it's... ain't doing it. That's his his proof, like of innocence. That's his like yeah, his. That's his claim to innocence. Protest of innocence. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna make shit harder for myself. Mm-hmm. Enjoy, enjoy. Welcome to the life of a stubborn ass nigger. Could you imagine being in jail at ninety seven thousand years old, but also like not being Bill Cosby and then having Bill Cosby like at the cafeteria? I'd be like. <laughs> This is fucking that me would, up. <laughs> that would, Could you imagine? That would fuck me Sitting up. across from Bill, I'd be like, I'm mm. on the way he's talking about in there. You know Child. he's in you know there with talking. all his respectability politics. You know he yes. is. You know he's telling the niggas to pull their pants up, oh to, stop, to stop the drinking audacity. hooch. You know what I'm saying? He's he trying is. to keep niggas from drinking hand sanitizer, all while still denying <laughs> his Cliff own. He's Cliff Huxtable in jail. He is. He's Cliff Huxtable. Meanwhile, wow. the boulder is in O-B-G-Y-N. his eye. OBGYN. <laughs> Isn't that tricky? Wow. No, is he, mm. He's not mixing with the public. Bill, Bill th- is doing his white collar crime somewhere. So he what do you got think? White he's got a little apartment. Is it white collar sale. crime? I thought he was yes. in. Like, no, he's not Martha Stewart. He is no. not mixed with Hakeem in, and them from North Philly. Absolutely yes, not. Yes, he is. Well, like let's he just is. do That's a, a Google shame. search. I'm upset about that, actually. Let's You're up, you yeah. think that Bill Cosby deserves some other shit? What? He was raping I feel like if all the other rich people get to go in their little private things why wouldn't bill, bill get to go Cosby. why was he Fuck with bill. everybody else because <laughs> that's where his ass deserves to go i highly doubt he's, he's at the... pennsylvania state prison so he's not doing fed time which usually has a bit of nicer accommodations very ever so slightly where is the address that's state road where's the address Maybe i'll I crack know. up <laughs> this is, that shit up state road i will crack up pennsylvania state prison no, it's Pennsylvania State Prison. My raggedy geography, not Talk Philadelphia. About. Okay. Yeah, not quite sure where that is. But that's what's, go- that's what's going Damn on Bill. with Bill Cosby. Wow. Oh, and, and Bootsy, Bootsy is, is defending him. Bootsy badass, uh, oh, of Bootsy? course. You already know Bootsy is a trash human being. You know what? Bootsy is literally out, out here sounding like somebody's uncle, and Bootsy is my age. I did that Truly. me. We graduated Is high he really? No, that nigga's 38. the same year. Yeah. I thought he was like 50. Nah. What happened to him? Is he he swell? He's not well at all. Oh, he's not well. He's He's sick. He's got a diabetical. 
He's got, got lupus sugar. or something too. No, he's he also, got the not sugar. okay. He's also he got not the sugar. Well. He's he mentally got, he unwell. He got the sugar. He has lots and of. He is. Yes, that's probably a, a, a touch of that as well. Mm-hmm. But you know, my mama used to say, "You live hard, you look hard." Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> he deserved to be locked up with Bill too, though. The shit he be doing with his Ooh, son. That's God. what I'm saying. He deserved to be right up in I'm there. I'm like, you the main Uncle person who's out here screaming, and you have very questionable behavior in your past. And on top oh, of that, you don't abuse. eat no vegetables. Exactly. I you mean, haven't had a lick he, of water ever. Not a, he don't drink <laughs> not so a drop, long. Honey. He sells alkaline water. Child, he ain't Excuse drinking that. The iron in those knees, nigga. Listen, <laughs> the pa- his pantry is running over with all manner of MSG. What alkaline water does he sell? He sells he sells some sort of alkaline water on his on his one of his businesses. I don't know. It's some sort of brand of alkaline water that he's one of the owners. And what's in of it? This company. Don't mean he drinking it, child, right? Because he don't look like he, he's very dehydrated. Probably has Brain salt. Is affected. Probably it tastes like Dasani. I want to know well. the brand of this alcohol, alkaline water. I, I look at Dasani. It There's malt liquor in it. It's <laughs> Colt 45. <laughs> That's that. Blast. <laughs> Don't buy that one, y'all. That one ain't it. Oh, so if you plan on flying Southwest Airlines anytime soon, oh, Lord, please. No Please know that you will not be able to get any alcohol, even in the first class, because these niggas have canceled alcohol service due to a passenger. Forever? Yep. Due to a passenger punching a flight attendant and knocking two <gasps> of their teeth out. I saw that. I saw that video. That was horrible. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. And that video, black man, that, shout out, shout out to black folks, because that always. was two white women acting the right ass fool. That black always. man stood up and saved that flight attendant. But that young girl. And there was a there Wait, it was a, two women hit another woman? No, it was no, it was the 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 flight attendant was a white woman and the disgruntled nutcase was a young white girl. She was she might have been in her 20s. Oh just God. acting a fool and just decked her like was gi- giving it to her and he stood up and got in between them. It was so sad. There was like a little kid sitting one seat in front of the mayhem. Just didn't want to move, turn around, just looking straight, scared, like didn't want to move. I, uh Neanderthals. You see, these little, they don't have no broad upsy. These mm-hmm. little pink trolls no. be out here just acting a fucking fool, but got the first thing They've to say about raised. black people. They've never been That's raised. why I wish some of you niggas would stop saying when black people act up in public, don't say they misrepresenting me or, or you know, you misrepresenting us. You kiss my ass. They rep- misrepresent yourself. You ain't representing me. Cause these, cause these white people be out here doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. So kiss my ass. Per. Naomi Osaka. Speaking of kiss my ass, uh, Naomi Osaka says she ain't doing no press during the French Open. Or she's not doing the French Open. She's not doing the French oh, Open. Oh, she's not doing the Open. Now. Not she's not doing press. Yeah, oh, because they said I'm her. not doing it. So well, she first she said she wasn't going to do the press. She said she was going to do the right. press, and they said that they would find her. I mean, all of the white people right. were just in. Up, they were uh, up in arms. Yes, they were upset. They said it was in her contract. It was her responsibility to be ridiculed by the press mm-hmm. uh, on demand. She needed to sit there and take whatever questions she was asked, mm-hmm. um, and that she would be fine. And then Naomi said, "That's okay. I got it. <laughs> whatever the fine is, mm-hmm. I'm willing to pay it." It was. It was $15,000. That like, made them even more angry when mm-hmm. she was like, that's fine, $15,000, I got it. No problem. What you need, a check, money order, which book? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I got it in my pocket right what now. You need? I can cash app you. Zell, my love compartment. Venmo. What you need. That just, you know, sparked even more uh, vitriol from, from the people. And then she said, okay, fine. 
you keep your little French open. Ooh. I'm going to stay home. Oh, the last thing I read was... Fuck you, brokies. <laughs> Tweet me from your couches. I didn't know she quit the whole thing. Well, good. Because you're not yeah, about to drive good. my mental health to, to bits. You're not going to do it. Did you see what Venus Williams said? Well, yes, said. I Just did. Just recently? I said, okay, say less. She said, I know every single person asking me a question can't play as well as I can and never will. So no matter what you say or write, you'll never light a candle to me. So that's how I deal with it. But each person deals with it differently. So this is the legacy, she said, right? Remember when? She said, you you don't bother me because you're not on my level. Period. I don't hear you. Y'all remember when Sorry. Venus's daddy... Uh, got the press together about yes on that interview what was that 2020 yes. or some shit whatever yeah. that was, it was 60, 60 minutes like 60, 60 minutes, minutes. Mm-hmm. like 10 15 years ago i just feel like venus is like you know what this is what we do we get the we get these people together real niggas yeah. do real things her daddy pulled her out of that interview and said we're actually done with this we're not doing this anymore he's like that's a black job <laughs> that you're talking to <laughs> that's a black girl <laughs> you're irresponsible in fact, how dare you how dare you insinuate that she cannot do something she can do whatever she puts her mind to <laughs> you idiot it was very Joe Clark it was very it was. Joe Clark I stand for it free Mr. Like, yes. Clark free Mr. Clark that's one of my favorite movies oh my you God. slovenly sloppy boy <laughs> speaking like, of <laughs> speaking of Morgan Freeman's birthday was like yesterday or something right oh, first of all happy thousand shout out to Morgan Freeman God. Morgan Freeman turned like 84 or something crazy. No, he baby, another he tricky one. Morgan on Freeman been 84. But ain't, isn't he dating his granddaughter yeah. or some wild shit? Yeah, it's I'm tricky. sorry, what? excuse me? Yeah, his stepdaughter. He did a Woody Allen. Yes. Excuse me? What? Yes. Let's, let's ver- you know, we Please need to verify this. Yeah. Oh, yes. no. Yo, Shanti, when Shanti says he did, that's something she <laughs> saw and did online. Hold on. <laughs> Yeah, Morgan. he turned 84. He turned 84. He's, he was born in 1937. Morgan, June 1st. Morgan is not well either. Oh, don't tell me that. He used to be the voice on my ways. The <laughs> allegations of an affair between Freeman and his step-granddaughter oh, were no. made by the defense. Yeah, so there were allegations. Freeman has strongly denied the allegations. He oh. has been seen on the red carpet with her. A little tricky. But it's his step-granddaughter. Trash. Okay, well, wait, we don't okay, know if he wait, did it, child. Shame, allegedly, wait, allegedly, shame, shame, allegedly, shame. We just finished Game of Thrones again. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I've got shame. to go finish. I've got to go back and finish. You I, never finished it, Jade? No, I did, but I told Antoinette I was going to go back and rewatch again. Oh. I mean, <laughs> It was it, it was amazing. I got her to watch Snowfall, so I'll just count that blessing. I already watched Game of Thrones. This was supposed to be a rewatch. She watched Game of Thrones like out of order. It was just a mess. Yes, I don't even have, I know how you it. watch Game of Thrones. I, no, you because didn't watch that it. Nigga. You watched it out of that's order because that shows no, you no. the capability of how I'm able to process okay. information. Okay, no. that's not how that it works, is, Jade. But shout We're out. We're actually to you. done with the trash. I'm done now. Thank you, because <laughs> you are trash for that. Look at this. Oh, Look shout at out this. to the audience. They're like, what the fuck is going on? Do these bitches hate each other? <laughs> we love each other. Very much. My love language. Very much. Well, we have I'm... some shout outs to get into. Oh, what's up, sis? I just was tickled that Morgan Freeman has 2.1 million followers and follows a whopping total of 50 people. Yes. Who does he follow, though? <laughs> Is one of them Beyonce? Wait a minute. He follows. <laughs> Good question. What about That's... cancer season is forever? Uzo Aduba. <laughs> he follows Uzo. He follows Anne Hathaway. He follows 
Tim Robbins, Anthony Mackie, Tracy Ellis Ross, Jennifer Ooh. Aniston, Ooh. Jennifer Metro Aniston, Twenty One Savage. <laughs> what the fuck? What? Uh, he to followed Sean Mendez, Strong Black Lead, and a bunch of okay. randoms. Jimmy Kimmel, <laughs> Ellen. <laughs> oh, why is Jimmy Chris Kimmel ramble? Random. Chris, Chris Tucker, Michelle oh, Obama, Chris. Barack Obama. Put Oprah, him on a milk carton. Diane Keaton. <laughs> Salma Hayek. I love Diane Keaton. We all love Diane Keaton. Samuel Jackson. Uh, who else? Oh Hillary God. Swank. Does he follow <laughs> Spike Cruz. Lee? Uh, let me see. No. He I'm dying. Chris, Chris Rock. <laughs> Tracy Morgan. John Travolta. Catherine oh. Zeta-Jones. Oh, he's no. a Scientologist. He's a Scientologist. He's a Scientologist. Don't get Jade, please. He's a Scientologist. That Listen. is no bueno. Oh no! Wait a second here. I don't know. These are other uh, Bree Tyree. I don't know who these people are. That okay. ain't Morgan. Well, yeah, Dre that's, Howard. That's, that's his step granddaughter. Yeah. <laughs> Beyonce, so. That's the step granddaughter. He's Halloween. not following Beyonce. He's not. Who is Ruby Rose? Who is that? <laughs> oh, I love Ruby Rose. Is that the white androgynous girl? Yes, he's following oh, okay. Ruby yes. Rose. She cute. Constance Wu. See? Who's that? The she's from Fresh Off the Boat. That Dan Stevens. This Was is so fascinating. The fact yes. that we have a whole segment on who Morgan Freeman follows, that's incredible. Morgan Freeman follows 50 I think that people. should be a new segment. I, I but that does he follow segment. his step-granddaughter? I, would well, like I don't to know. Do What's that. her name? She's on IG. She's running his IG, probably. She's probably that's her account, this. actually. She absolutely is. laying in bed right now. Oh, oh that's, that's nasty. Disgusting. Okay. Well, that's the trash. Let's go on. Go on. Go on. Our relationships should add value to our lives, especially in the bedroom. So why don't we think the same way about our sex toys? Dame Products is a woman-owned sex toy company making the next generation of vulva-tested, vulva-approved vibrators. Founded by a sex educator and an engineering whiz, Dame develops toys with the help of real humans and couples. They're closing the pleasure gap and helping the world one vulva at a time. Dame's vibrators and accessories are made with medical-grade silicone, smart design principles, and lots of love. They've got a wide variety to choose from, like G-Spot vibrators, sets for couples, even a set for when you're on the go that comes in a zippable cotton pouch. Hello, discreet. Dame products have earned glowing press from the New York Times, W Magazine, and many more. They're great whether you're a couple looking for an extra boost or on a journey of self-exploration. And Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days, so your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Okay, so let me tell you about some of these products from Dame that I myself have enjoyed. Yes, I'm putting a little bit of my business out there. So for the girls, and I mean that in a non-gender exclusive way, the Pilo which is a soft yet firm wedge that supports you in a variety of positions, okay? So if you're out here aging like me, <laughs> if you're out here realizing that your body is not capable of some of the things it used to be and you need a little bit of comfort while you are engaging, the pillow is a wonderful, wonderful tool. Also, they have the arousal serum, which is a pH balance serum that helps awaken your clitoris with a warm tingle. You know, they have um, a water-based lube that has plant-based and it's got aloe in it so that, you know, you can't let everything around your pocketbook. You got to be real careful about that. Dame just has amazing products. Make sure you check them out, whether you want to enjoy them by yourself or with somebody else. Go to dameproducts.com slash grown today and get 10% off with code grown. 
Again, go to dameproducts.com slash grown and get 10% off with the code grown, grown, grown. All right, it's time to gather around the kitchen table. Many of you have asked and inquired about whether or not Jade and I were going to uh, address, deal with, speak about uh, uh, Monique, Precious's mama, (laughs) who has taken to the internet yet again. I'm going to go down to the welfare. With a message. She has a message for us. Now, she, a little backstory, she was traveling. She had to do some stand-up comedy. She was at like the Funny Bone Club or something in Jackson, Mississippi or something like that. I don't know. I'm probably messing that up. It doesn't matter. She plugged it. She plugged the hell out of it. She did. In her trap, she said, I'm doing three shows, a matinee, (laughs) a seven o'clock, and 10 (laughs) p.m. I hope y'all got your tickets. Okay. Um, so she was traveling to her comedy show, and in her travels, she noticed the youth, the black women, uh, um, who are probably on their way, you know, wherever they're going, traveling, and they're wearing what they want to wear in the airport, specifically bonnets, slippers, pajamas, and I can't think, there was a, was a, a few things that she named that, and took issue with particularly um and she you know went on a an extensive rant um in love <laughs> about uh how you know we need to right how how you know she just remembers the time she's honored that many many of us call her auntie mm. and as such she felt called to uh compelled to responsible to tell us that you know, we need to take more pride in. Well, I'm not not me because I don't. Well, well, black <laughs> black women in general it used to be a time we would take more pride in our appearance. We would not be outside in our inside clothes, and so forth and so on. That's and what you said. The internet erupted in all manner of responses and commentary and critique, and several people asked whether Getting Grown was going to weigh in on our reactions and responses to Monique's um, Sermon on the Mount. And I'm just <laughs> was curious what, you know, what y'all's reactions were to, to Monique's comments about bonnets. You know, she's tired of the girls bonnetizing down to the airport. So what are, what are your thoughts, really? Just, I'm curious. Uh, Monique, whoever wants to go first, sweet mama, I say this in all love, my baby, mommy, honey, sugar pie, my sweet babies. Okay, with your charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent, sweet <laughs> angel face, you can kindly shut the fuck up because oh, wow, that's how I feel about it. You are trying to police. First of all, I'm sure you are riding in first class. And uh, you know some of these, yeah. some of these maybe not, but I don't and know. Well, ne- no, Netflix pay her. Okay, so she, okay. she should she be is. riding in first class. I would assume. I hope she is actually. And uh, it, as such, you should not speak on niggas who have to sit and coach, maybe for six hour flights. Maybe they want to wear their. They don't want their hair touching dirty airplanes. Mm. Maybe they would like to be comfortable for six hours because they can't afford to sit in first class like Mm. your black ass. So therefore, I think maybe (laughs) you should mind your business and if you don't like how these bitches look in the airport, then put on your shades. 
All right. All these broke bitches. You got to put the broke in front of it. Evidently, that's what That's all I'm saying. I, too, may be a broke bitch, but all I'm saying is don't police if I have on my bonnet in the airport. I have such an unpopular opinion because I hate bonnets so much. (laughs) I hate bonnets. I hate them. I hate them in the house. I hate looking at them. I hate seeing other people in them. I hate bonnets. I don't know. You just look like Chef Bayardine. <laughs> and I hate Could bonnets. Could you I, don't? Do you not? Because maybe you don't have an appreciation for the utility of No, the I do. So let me tell you a story. I recently was gifted a bonnet, okay? Mm-hmm. And I put said bonnet on and took it off. And for the first time, I had second day hair. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. What have I been doing? I've been... <laughs> I've been doing things. I've been doing things harder, not smarter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then I was like, I kept looking at myself in the bonnet when I would get ready for bed, and I was like, I hate this more than I hate having to do my hair in the morning. And like, I just hate bonnets. So and they stop wearing the a, bonnet. Stop I they squeeze the my wow. head. I always have like a thing. Wow. But you know what? It's my own trauma because my dad would have snatched my ass up if I ever had a bonnet or I even you remember when it was cool to wear like a bandana around your head when JLo was doing it and yeah, shit that was not a thing in my house either that snatched me up mm-hmm. so I will say that like it's not a black <laughs> I hate it I hate it so I knew much she was doing I love it. you Jay. I knew <laughs> it when she it's cut her so... camera on I, I mean I, I knew it. in I my it. soul I she knew in my soul that. when she cut oh, that her is a camera purple. on Yes. I mean, it it's is a I love that. Zone. Royal it's purple. Very juicy purple. A queen. Yes. It's not even, le- it's just, I can't. <laughs> but I, it's not a black or white thing. And it's not like, because I know that it's the respectability <laughs> politics comes into this heavy. For me, I just hate seeing people disheveled. Like, I get mad at myself when I come out <laughs> and I look like that. I'm like, why would you ever come out the house like this? Like, remember when Britney Spears kept getting caught in, like, 7-Eleven and she looked crazy? She, wasn't she had her shoes off she and shit right. in the bathroom. She wasn't well. And it was just like, are you okay? So, to me, it's just like, well. I don't know. I hate it. And I and I know what Monique's talking about. And I and she did apologize. She apologized today. I, yeah. I ain't listened, but I saw it on the shade room. Yeah. But I just, you know, I don't like it either. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Shanti. And now a head, and then I'm like, a head wrap? Cool, you look great. But it's the bonnet for it's it's something about the Chef Boyardee look. It's the bond for me. It's like Jay, take it off. I think that class (laughs) does come into it, right? I think class Mm -hmm. comes into it. Certain communities, that's a normal thing. Girls going to school like that, you walk into the corner store like that. You know, so the judgments that come with it, um, I talk to Jojo like this. My my daughter, I can see that she's into wearing tighter things. You know, she likes her tight jeans. Oh, wow. And so I don't, I try not to shame her or be like, girl. But I just <laughs> say you're going to attract certain attention. So you're just going to walk out with a bonnet on and your slippers on, your pajamas. Oh, well, you're going to get judged because that comes with a certain, there, 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 people have their ideas around, just like you said, poor people, Ignorant people, lazy people, yada, 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 yada. Mm-hmm. It, I, it comes with the territory. I'm not mad at her for thinking that. That's just like, I can't say that I, if, if I'm at 
if I'm at, let's say Macy's, if I go to Macy's and I see somebody walking around with a bonnet Not and slippers on, or you go to t- <laughs> you, Target <laughs> or someplace, Anywhere. even if I go to Target, Target is a little like Walmart, it's a given. You know, I, I don't blink an eye. But if you go to Walmart like certain whites. spaces, you don't know what's going on in there. You home. just, you know, it. I I see it. I'm not like, oh my God, shame, shame, shame. But I'm not going to act like I don't be like, oh, this nigga got a, you know, <laughs> she got on her slip. I can't stand the slippers in the pajamas. Well, I don't okay. mind uh, the bonnet. All right. Let's be, okay, the, but, let's. The, the bonnet, so like, I don't yeah. care about. Slippers or you mean Yes, like slippers. people wear slippers. Yeah, no, I'm, I can't I've with that. I've never seen slippers. Slippers and pajamas, I've seen. You've never seen slippers on an, air, on an airplane? Mm-hmm. I've seen many oh, a slipper yeah, on no. an airplane. No. No. Like I, actual I bedroom slippers. Yeah. Like them Chinese slippers or them bedroom slippers where you skirting to the refrigerator have, in the middle of the night. It's doing too that. much. It's doing That's you're doing too practical. much. See, okay. if it's just it's, the bonnet, it's tacky. if it's just it's the tacky. bonnet, I'm okay. If it's just the bonnet, I'm like, go ahead, girl. Because you know, I, you I, got bomb I understand that from a germ point of view. But if if it's the whole to do, I all right, you're doing a little okay. bit much. I think I think what for, for me, it's like, is this so when it comes to respectability. And in and, and these kinds of conversations, um, I think it's like it's 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 a nuanced sort of kind of position to have for me because do I think that like the reality is image matters and I, the identities that we carry unfortunately oftentimes come come with like preconceived notions and judgments and generalizations attached to them. And is that wrong? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Doesn't make it any less a reality. Right. And so my thing is, I think I totally see why people want to sort of resist that rhetoric and just say, I do what I want to do. I wear what I want to wear. I'm grown. If you judging me, that's on you. I get that. I get that position, but I also understand the position that we're talking about now. Like, you know, if, if, if we know that people are going to judge us and look at us in these certain kind of ways, you know, would we, would we like, why would we fulfill these kind of stereotypes? Um, and so I, I'm kind I'm kind of torn because for me, I feel like I understand the, the practicality behind wanting to travel comfortably. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone who traveled for work quite a bit, before the world shut down, I know what it's like to have to be suited and booted on a plane. That's not something that I particularly enjoy. It's something that I've had to do, but I don't really like to do it. And when, you know, especially long flights, six, seven hours, you know, you want to be as comfortable as possible. So I understand people wanting to to be comfortable. Um, And I understand, like Jay said, you know, the germ thing. Um... But something about Monique's delivery. Maybe I was triggered because I have been judged very harshly by a bathrobe black woman with no bra on. And, and you know, I, I understand. I don't, does she? Did she? Just just hanging. Just they just hang a swing low. Sweet cherry. cherry. I think I just she had felt- like a sports little bra. Like a sport. Yeah, like she had on a sports bra t- today like when she apologized. She had on... Oh. I don't wish know she had she on a sports bra. Let's Listen. not judge low-hanging fruit, okay? I'm not. I'm not at I'm all. triggered. 
But why can't the two <laughs> things exist at once? Like this is what I'm you saying. dress That's how you want to dress, and it actually doesn't now fucking matter. But also, you're going to get drudged. Like you, it's it it it's it's giving information that may be accurate or inaccurate. True. And also, you have the freedom to do whatever you want, and it doesn't matter what people think about you. Right. Because at the end of the day, what can we really do about it? Like, what can we really do to change people's perceptions of us in real time, especially strangers that we don't know? I um, also think, just really quickly, it's a very different, uh, like, a bonnet, slippers out the house to me, and like pajamas and stuff where you just look disheveled, it's very different because the respectability politics I feel very strongly about is like hair. Mm. or jewelry right. or like that kind of vibe where I'm like, wait a minute, this is just kind of like who I am. Right. I don't look disheveled, like, and, but who right. decides who looks disheveled, right? So then we get into those kind of conversations and it's just down this rabbit hole. Right. So I'm more prone to like being, um, you know, I'm more protective of those kinds of things of, you know, but with this, maybe it's because I hated my damn self. I'm like, <laughs> uh. And I did, and I honestly felt like Monique's delivery wasn't that bad because she kept saying, "I'm not saying that's what you are. I'm just saying that that's da 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 da." And it could have felt condescending. It could have, and and it's also coming from Monique, who was like used to be this loud mouth, unapologetic, right. and like, also so it just feels weird. And as right. in the words of my very dear friend Antonio, <laughs> because you know there's different sides of things. Monique don't shave her legs. Right, hate it, hate it. I, shave. you know, I'm like shave. sometimes I don't shave my legs, but he I don't goes, have a lot of hair. Is a queen expected don't have a to shave to. her legs? I'm Italian. I'm hairy. Oh God, <laughs> I gotta get it. What done. about the underarms? What's the consensus Woo, here well, now about that underarms? Shame depends on my mood. Shame. Okay, Jade, that. you're with you're on. Yeah, Jade's like me. Sometimes she will have a little. In the winter yeah. time, when I'm not like wearing dresses and stuff, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not running that down. But you're having sex with your arms up? I mean, you know, it, it, wh- however Yo. the vibes flow. <laughs> yeah. The vibes. I'm with a, yeah, that's me and you. We like. I'm with a real nigga. He ain't worried about all that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I, I do get it. You know I who is? Like, my mother. A lot of that stuff, a lot of that stuff is sort of like, you know, we, we're steeped in that. That's programmed into us as as kids. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm I also, I'm very conscious of the fact, I was talking to Latoya about this the other day, how like, I'm not, like, um, Toya's one of those people that as soon as she hits the door, she takes all her clothes off, like <laughs> nakedness, just uh, just naked around mm-hmm. the house all the time. Mm-hmm. And it took me a long time. It took me years of living alone to get comfortable mm-hmm. doing that because I grew up in a house where I was the only girl. I had all boy cousins and one brother. And, you know, I, mm. I, I got dressed in the morning and walked around in the house with my shoes laced up because we was not allowed to be unclothed at any time. Now, my brother could walk around shirtless, but I mm. always had to be head to toe, fully clothed. And I recognize the problems wow. with that. I, I love this for you, though. Are you getting butt-ass naked now walking around your Not butt-ass naked. No. no. Well, now, Ooh, well, now today, you gotta do this tonight. I want you to do no, backflips butt-naked now, down your stairs. Now I've gotten to the place where I can sleep naked. Like, you know, I'll girl, get out not, I get out the shower and just oh, get in the bed. I can do that. That's nothing. Girl, I know, childish. but I can't Throw just... Up. Let's go. Listen. Get it done. <laughs> Make yourself some dinner. I can't just be down in the kitchen all the way but away from... But you can. But you can. Wait. Mm. You know what now. I oh, invite I you to that do? I for you, though. Do some, try, just try to stretch. Be in your bedroom where you're comfortable and just do some stretching butt naked. Yeah. Oh, God. Just stretch what? your body butt naked. 
Yeah. With the, you can do it with the lights off. Yeah. Do it with the lights off. And then slowly raise them. You got a fancy house. I'm sure you got some dimmers. Yeah. And then get in front of the mirror. Do it. Just yeah. slowly and steadily start candles. getting real comfortable. And then do like you Mila. Yadi, yadi, yadi. So the thing is, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. Do like Mila from uh, Good Mom's Bad Choices and moan. Oh, do a release with it too. Are you crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Are you nah, crazy? No, nah, oh. you gonna feel better. When I, I'm, I'm laughing because like I have this is happening. Like I have, you know, I'm, my guest room right now is doubling as a laundry room because I'm lazy and don't put my clothes. <laughs> in the uh, and it's, it's closest to the washer and dryer. So like now, like. I have literally this week, like, gotten out of the shower and be like, man, I don't have no sports bra in here. And I'm running through my own house. Nobody's here like this. You oh. know. I'm running you through my this, house like, this is a great, let me go get some clothes. Be, are you, are you, but I mean, what's comfortable for you is what's comfortable. But are you interested in seeing what that feels like to just, just to be like <sighs> naked in your own space, stretching naked? Or like fried green tomatoes. I'm not close to it. I'm not close to it, but I am fascinated by the freedom that you associate with it. Because for me, when I think about it, I don't think freedom. Mm. Mm. What do you think? What do you think? Fear. Nakedness. But but, um, But freedom's on the other side of fear most often. I guess so. I guess I never thought about it that way Mm. um, is what I'm saying. And so that's what I'm saying. I'm not close to it. I guess I just never realized that doing something like that could be freeing. Oh, yeah. So, Kia, I'll say this. I was, I am, you know, I have like my body stuff with it. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't know. But something that helped me was I didn't start this alone. So I have like a group of female friends, women friends that I travel with often. And they're very like, they're just like super, a lot of them are European. So they're just super comfortable in their bodies. And so I'll never forget us all being in an Airbnb together. And they're just walking around butt naked, breasts hanging, vaginas out, all like, oh, let me borrow this shirt of yours. And I'm just standing there in my African wrap covered like, (laughs) these girls are wild. (laughs) And I'm also the biggest girl in the group, right? Right. So then there's that dynamic. And then I slow, like I, I had a conversation with them about like how I felt and they were like, well, do us, try this, put on a bra and underwear and do it. Or like they invited me to like slowly but steadily get comfortable with them. And it was... There was no sexual anything. Right, right. It was just sisterhood. Right. And it was just like community. And I've never felt more comfortable than like when I was with them. And I just felt like, wow, this is so great to just be hmm. and it not be for anyone else and not be for a man or not be for an, a picture or whatever it is for anybody else's consumption. It was just I was being. And it wasn't documented. It was just us. And then I slowly was like, I need to practice that I can't I don't live alone so I can't really practice it here because I don't know these motherfuckers like that but (laughs) in my room it's very much like I will I have like a maxi climber and I'll do it naked sometimes really I'll do it naked because my breast don't do that with the peloton you will knock your coochie off your body no I I die I would (laughs) but I'm saying like I I don't know if there's people that you feel comfortable like that with if you have well my friends are naked all the time like, you know, like, and all this, like, yeah. I'll be on FaceTime or in a house party with, with Toya and Jennifer. I mean, <laughs> them, them, them hoes are just stripped down. I'm like, oh, yeah. hey, hey, how are your breasts today? Mm-hmm. Maybe start with a sports bra. 
Oh, I wear that. All when the time. I come next weekend, we're gonna oh, take boy. our mirrors out and inspect our vaginas. Oh, no. whoa! <laughs> we never said that. Ooh, we're gonna we're get comfortable with our bodies, and we're gonna pull our mirrors out and look <laughs> at our vaginas. That's what Kathy Bates said in Fried Green Tomatoes. <laughs> so that's what we're gonna do. Kathy Bates. All okay, right. Dave. I don't know how we got here from Monique, but <laughs> here we are. Listen, here we but are. That's an and important practice. If there's people listening now that have never seen their vagina. You should look yeah. at it. You should know you your own vagina. I've only seen my vagina. vagina. I just don't walk around the house with it just out and open. But there's but some people that haven't. No, they've never just, really looked their at their vaginas. Really? I'm like, listen yeah. now. I need Come to on. know. <laughs> if you're listening, and it's not Going shame, on. it's not Hello. shame, but y'all need to sit in front of some mirrors and make sure you know what your own vagina looks like. You don't like. even know where your own clitoris is, girl. Exactly. And you trying to tell a nigga. Don't know where your penis is. Or a person. Took me many years to figure that out as a young girl. The pee hole? I was like, what? Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just spit on myself. I was too old. I was just like, wait, what you're right there? <laughs> oh, my goodness. She's like, I thought okay. I was peeing out the hole. I didn't know. She was like, yeah. if I use a tampon, can I still pee? <laughs> More like, yeah, dummy. She's like, I thought this was a one-stop shop. I had no clue. It was different parts. Mm-mm. Where is this Mm-mm. third hole? Oh, I don't and, I, and I understand what you all are saying, but I understand that I, because I don't, I'm not going out the house in slippers, and to an extent, I, I do, I think it's filthy. Those are to be worn inside right, your house. Right, that's why I said that's not even practical. No, that's just dirt dirty. Back in your home, yeah, that's just dirty. Yuck. That's just. And dirty. my friend Raymond, we were saying, you know, when people who wear pajama pants outside, I'd be like, so you just gonna get in the bed after you've been outside? That's Ooh, but yes. they wear it like clothing mm-hmm. in Philly. In high school, girls were coming with uh, sweatpants, and checkered hoodies. pajamas. This was a lot of white girls as well. Mm-hmm. This was like a big fad with white girls. Slides, a big sweatshirt, and plaid pajamas. Every, it was the wardrobe. Mm-hmm. That's like the college wardrobe. I did yeah. it one time in college, and there was a black woman who was an assistant dean. Her name was Karen King Sheridan. She was a mentor of <laughs> mm. mine. And she came, she saw me one time. I had an 8 a.m. class. One time I wore my pajamas to class. And I saw Karen that one time. And she hit me with coming to my office. And she said, close my door. I was like, shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she got me all the way. She said, like, I don't ever want to see you out here in these pajama pants ever again. I don't care what these white children do. You are not permitted. I was like, okay, got it. Duly noted. That's interesting. That's layered too. That's, That's very, very layered. layered. It's That's very, very layered. layered. So I understand, mm. and I and I and I understand the issue with that, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I get that. Um, so that's why I'm saying, like, my reaction to to Monique's video was really kind of like, I don't really know how I feel because I kind of see, but then I kind of see, right? I see both sides of of the argument. So I just and that was I'm, I'm smack dab in the middle of this thing. I'm not sure. Which way I go, I think it depends on who I'm talking to. I see, I see the both points. I see why she's wrong, and I see why she's not yeah. all the way wrong as, as well. Just from a germ level alone, that's all I could think about. Like, who well, wants their hair, hair out in the, on an airplane? Jade, not me. Especially you got the COVID running rampant, and niggas breathe and cough. Hair, just brushing. Yeah, and hair. even before COVID, they be breathing all on hair. your tendrils. You don't want to cover that up. You know what I'm saying? Cover your crown queen when you go outside. It's tricky, though, because I remember trying to just do the laissez-faire thing, put the head wrap on when I traveled internationally. Yeah. But then they tell you to take it's that it. joint off for they the do. passport. They oh, do. my God. 
I and even, 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 even at 300 PSA. people, it's so embarrassing. PSA. It is. It's you the worst. You saw the recent video in the shade room where the girl had, you know, mm-hmm. the, she had one of those cap wigs. Like, it was like track sewn onto a baseball cap. Oh. And, <gasps> and TSA made her take it off. It's so embarrassing. Like, mm-hmm. So... And she was like, and and it was a black girl TSA agent. She was like, yeah, girl, I know you got to take it off. <laughs> so no, it went no viral. Joke. So that went viral. don't even be working. It don't even work internationally because they want, they need to see your it's whole thing. You know, I just feel right. like there are, ways, there are ways. There are ways. I mean, to be fair, and I've seen violence, you know, I mean, a little cringy. Yeah, maybe. I wouldn't do it. But I'm saying I've seen some things. Like I've seen a girl put in crochets or take her crochets yep. out. On the plane, I've seen oh, people wow. take their no, braids okay, out. No, okay, no, the, there's on extremes plane. of things See. too, and that shit is. Just, first of all, that's filthy. That's fucking filthy. That's disgusting. You're taking that shit out of your hair in a public place. <laughs> Niggas are eating and all kinds of things. You know what I'm saying? I can tolerate a nigga taking his shoes off up under his seat. That do what you Those do. Those white is, people were so confused. They were disgusted, <laughs> and it was a miracle. They were intrigued. They were like, like, I was literally just. I didn't know how to feel. And I saw her and I understood the urgency, but I was just like, sis, now you're going to do this right now. That's when you misrepresent And she was sitting in the middle seat. She was sitting in the middle seat. And I was like, girl, now girl, now sit. But I have, like, you know, on the other side of that, I have put my makeup on on a plane. Absolutely. That's different. That's different. That's all the time. That's different. That's different. Putting your makeup on on the plane is different. You may be going somewhere. It's not the same thing. But Monique... But it's only different because... The, uh, it, the other stuff is not normalized yet. That's right. The only no, that's, reason why I think why it's, it's actually different. a health hazard, that other hair stuff. It, it really no, is. I that's it filthy. Is. Like, that's nasty. No, that's... So that's, many things are filthy, though. We get on... Most things on airplanes are filthy. Most things on airplanes are filthy. Now we're like, we sat right. on airplanes and just breathed the same I mean, just raw dog and just raw agree. dog in the air. Just but we're not going to add to the problem with taking fucking braids and crochets and shit up out of our head. We're not getting ready to add to it, nigga. We all already in perilous situations (laughs) oh no (laughs) like and you just got your dust mites and your and your build up all like just flying through here and we're already in small quarters no bitch that shit is ghetto i don't have no problem saying that and i'm not making no apology video but (laughs) if somebody wants to cover their fucking head on the plane i think the likes of monique and other rich niggas should shut up about it Like, Monique, that was wrong. That's it, but right? Here there. are the exceptions. And I'm going to use Antonio's quote and ask Is a queen expected to shave her legs? I just want to know. Because you no, sit up here telling people baby. what to do, but you won't shave your legs. There's nothing wrong with that, but maybe we should all just mind our business. Mm-hmm. That's always an option. That's always an option. Ashe. Hey, baby. Namaste. You missed the namaste, but it's all, right. all right. We're there. Right. It's crunchy. Wait, so, okay. So, oh, Ismet, you had something to bring to the kitchen table as well, didn't you? Oh, chow. All right. On Around the Way Curls last <laughs> week, we were discussing... What the hell were we discussing? Oh, we were discussing how, unfortunately, often when we are in toxic relationships, it brings out the domestic diva in us. Lord we be mercy. cooking, and we be cooking well. <laughs> we be cleaning... We learn how to make clothes, iron and scrubs. Whoa, I, I make girl, clothes. I, I'm washing penises. I wash feet before, all kinds of shit. <laughs> he was Jesus. So, child, I, so I, I posed the question on the stories. It's like, you know, have y'all ever been a dumb dumb to someone who didn't deserve it? And if so, how? 
So there, there we got a lot of we got a lot of responses. But one in particular stood out to me where she said, um, you know, something about how she had moved across the country and then he wasn't shit. And I forget why he wasn't shit, but he wasn't. Then she came back and then she said, but you know what? God is good or something like that. And she said, because I finally started that food blog. And I and I was like, oh, okay. I said, so because she, she was cooking that so was much her hot for him. Take. So she was like, you know what? That was the takeaway. <laughs> that was the takeaway. She was, was like, you know what? Lining. I got my food blog. And I thank God for it. And so I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. But I just started thinking like, you know, I love God. Shout out to shout out to her. She knows who she is. But I just am confused. I'm like, sis, are we working harder or are we working smarter? That's that. If you're really up there hanging out, right? Why couldn't you have just zapped her and said, start your food blog? Why does she have to go through all that, like, God is so tricky to me sometimes. Like, why does she have to go travel across the world, come on back, and then deal with this crazy man? And she said it was like three years to get away from him. And I just feel like these lessons that we're learning, is there no easier way to learn them? Yeah, but we don't Sweet listen. baby Jesus. She had her warnings probably the right. first, second I week know, that but, she was with them. What do you But mean? why do we need warnings? Like, can't you just... Can no. you just do it for me, God? No, 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 no. That ain't You're perfect. Not. That's not how spirit no. works. Girl, no. God is tricky. God is tricky. No. And y'all know, y'all want to say no now, but when y'all be, no. bitches all are these tricky. women be praying. No, no, no. Bitches, are, bitches tricky. are tricky. Let me tell you. I'm like, I just, I know exactly I know. what you mean, but I, I feel like, I feel like, see, so the thing is like, we don't want, God is not Santa Claus, right? Mm. But why not? It's, I mean, that's well, the because that ain't how it works. <laughs> so the so the thing is though, the, and this is I feel really old saying this, but I, I am learning and really believe that sometimes we don't learn it the way we're supposed to learn it if it's handed to us. There are certain things that we only learn through the difficulty. There's certain things, and I mean, for old girl, the food blog it may be her silver lining or her takeaway, but I don't think that she's really gotten the lesson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like I mean, that's all the way you took from that, you dodo head. Sis is still, you know, and that's no shade. She to might her. be a dodo bird with a food blog. <laughs> Shout out to you, though. Know, thing, one step not, in the right that's direction. No, that's so no I'll judgment play, to her. I'm just saying we are all on a journey. Like, there's times where, like, I think about a relationship that I had years ago, and I and I, you know, will come away with a whole new perspective because. What I know now, like seeing it through the lens of what I know now will teach me a different lesson that I didn't get when I was 23. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not saying that it's, I'm I'm not, I'm not saying that I, that I disagree with you, that it is not annoying. It is very, I'm just saying it's annoying. And I'm not even going to say that I disagree with you saying that it's, that it's tricky, but I I just think it's tricky for me. I'm learning, and I'm in some shit right now. <laughs> but Girl. I'm saying that um, it's just like what the the good stuff don't ever come easy. Like the good the good stuff, like the good 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 stuff. And that's not even me saying. I know we all anti struggle, right? Don't nobody <laughs> want no struggle. Love. You be romanticizing it sometimes, want. though. I get it, but at the same time, I feel like there's there's struggle love and then there's reality love. I feel like we got to be realistic about certain things. And everything not gonna be easy. It wasn't easy for anybody. That God, like who 
who in the Bible was it easy for? It wasn't easy for none of them. It wasn't easy for Jesus. It wasn't easy for none of Jesus's it really niggas. It wasn't easy for Moses. It wasn't easy for Paul. <laughs> it wasn't easy for nobody that Jesus hung Peter. None of D- Jesus's road dogs had a good had that easy thing. Like nothing came easy. Nothing. But they were all the the they they were the leaders, the the, the big leaders in faith. They came away with all of these life lessons that many of us are still learning. So I'm not disagreeing with you that it's bogus. It feels bogus in the moment. It feels very bogus. It at does times. feel bogus, but I'm I've I have I'm old enough to be on the other side of some stuff. I'm in the middle of some stuff, but I'm old enough to be on the other side. You of gonna some get stuff through now. the other side, okay? Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus! But mm-hmm. <laughs> but I know that I know for sure that the stuff that comes super easy is is the stuff we. We don't even really appreciate it all the way. Mm-hmm. Wait till no, you have a I kid know. internet. You're going to be like, Listen, oh, I'm not doing it. I, I've been real specific with my prayers because I've been praying. I'm like, and I realize like I keep praying for like this love of my life. And then I'd be like, but not a baby because you're tricky. Right? <laughs> like, don't, don't do that now. Don't do that to me. So I'm just like, you got to really have such a clear vision of what you want when you're when, when you're praying, when you're manifesting things. And I say that jokingly. Like, I know God's not just going to zap you. But there are times when you are exhausted now, what by it. what happens if you meet the love of your life? You meet, the, the, it is just everything that you wanted, but this nigga wants a baby. Then what happens? Oh, he could get, wait. Girl, you know she's going to have wide open for you, boo. <laughs> say less. Carry all your loads. But listen, <laughs> not alone. <laughs> I'm not ready. You're, You're out here washing, washing tanks and chodes and things. Lord so. have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for love. <laughs> washing niggas' anal cavities and all kinds of I didn't of say that. Sometimes, like, some, sometimes we ask, who is it? Somebody I heard say, like, you know, sometimes you ask God for a chair and he gives you a chair. Like, I really want that chair right there. And he'll be like, sure, you can have that chair. Sometimes he gives you some wood and some some fabric, some upholstery stuff, and he'd be like, you got to make the chair yourself. And sometimes he burns your whole house down and all you got left is a chair. (laughs) And you like hold up? The house, that's not, that's the not really what I had, had bad vibes. For. You don't know why God. why that house yeah. got burned. And down. I don't know. Like sometimes I was like, Lord, I want everything that you want for me because I know what you want for me is best. And the Lord would be like, Sure. And then that means I'm gonna have to tear your current life up. That means Ooh. all the things that you have right now got to go. Your relationship, mm-hmm. your job, the things that you, all the things that you feel like you want now. That's not what I have for you. You said that it's you true. want what's best. And he sometimes he gets to ripping some shit out your life. It's true. I was praying. I was praying for a remote job for years. My yeah. ass got laid off in COVID, got, got fucking robbed at Ikea, all kinds of nonsense, tore yeah. me up. And then finally I landed this remote job. And it only would have ha- it wouldn't have happened if all that other stuff wouldn't happen, but I was still like, all that didn't need to really have happened. Yes, you could have just obviously did. You could yes, have. You could have just helped me out. It did. That was a lesson. Clearly did. That was a lesson. You could have just. You know, Antoinette. No, you already know when you got robbed at IKEA. That was a lesson. You can't. You let some white women finesse you. And next time, but I did. But Jade, who else was I with that day? He let up hanging out. Also, he let some white women finesse him too. Listen. So, mm-hmm. looks God like y'all were in the same finessed ass boat. You're going to have to earn <laughs> it. We're going to have to earn it. All the stuff we say we want. He said, sure, you can have it, but you got to earn it. And I said, Lord, that the house that I'm sitting in right now, when I went to see the model for this house, I literally, 
the lady, the real estate agent, thought I had lost my African-American mind. I was literally walking through the people's house like, Lord, is this it? Is this mine? Are you saying, can I have, is this this the one I want? But can I really have this one, though? Mm. Come on, I'm not going to move until I hear you. Like, literally, like, literally. And he was like, yeah, you can have it. But in the meantime... How did you know that? How did you know? How, what because, was the Because I started, because I started, you know, I applied for this first-time home, home ownership program. I got in. The home ownership uh-huh. program promised that they would do that. We, if you follow our instructions, we're gonna <laughs> help you like, get. Why I gotta do with God to um, get my first time house? I know. <laughs> listen, she listened diligently. Listen, I got into this. I got into this first time home ownership program. I applied. It was waitlist. I got in. I'm following the steps. Everything started happening in the right time. So when mm-hmm. I needed to have the deposit, I had it. When I literally went over there, it was two left on the lot. I got the. I got the second to last one. And, mm. you know, things just started. And, I mean, I wasn't sure right away, but as as things started falling into place, I was like, okay, I think God is saying that this is the go. I'm down. This I think it. the difference between you and me is you have the initial underlying faith to heat, to Not see. Really. But was- to see, <laughs> at least to see the signs of, like, I be seeing signs. I'm like, mm, I still don't know. Jay, what you well, think? Shout out what you think. I still, that was me too. I'm still asking around. Like, I don't know. I'm trying. And I'm saying, like, I hope I don't be out here looking stupid, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the workshop. I'm going to go there. I'm, and I'm trying. And literally, I got under the contract, got under contract, everything. All Everything was in, in place until I was supposed to apply for my home loan. I applied for my home loan, literally did everything that they told me to do and got denied. They was like, no, girl. Mm. Then the home, my counselor at the home ownership program, she left the, left the organization. They gave me this new counselor. This lady was like, oh, she set you up. You're not ready. You don't have what it takes. You got to do this. You got to do this. Oh. You got to do this. And I'm like, I'm already under contract. What am I going to do? She was like, well, you may get it, but you may not. And I'm just like, what, what do you mean? Blah, blah, blah. I'm going through it because literally... That was in October. No, it was in November. I got denied for the loan. And I was supposed to move in in April. So I'm just like, this is less than six months. I don't have no money. I don't have a loan. Like, I got a house. They building a house. And I don't have a loan. And I'm like, well, Lord, what are you saying? Because I thought you were saying yes. And now you're saying no. And I was literally just out here looking stupid. You can ask Jay. I was stressed. Boots. Big crest. Like, what I'm going to do? These people going to come. I'm going to go to jail because, because I can't afford. I'm under contract for a house that I can't. Right. I don't have any money for. I was going through all of the motions. And literally, um, you know, it was time for me to apply for the home loan. The home ownership program was just a no-go. I was talking to uh, the developer over here. She was like, why don't you just apply? I was like, I don't have... You know, I was ho- really hoping that I would be able to get this uh, down payment assistant grant. And she was like, how much do you need for the down payment assistant grant? I was like, I don't even know. I just assumed that I, I wouldn't go and have it. So put in all my paperwork. Um, I'm just like, I don't know. She was like, why don't you apply for, for, to, for the bank that we use? We'll get you set up. We'll just see what they say. And I'm like, I don't have nothing to lose to go for it. Right. Right. I don't have nothing to lose. So in November, I had no loan. No savings, and now it is April, and they're saying, you know, why don't we just do this? So I'm like, all right, bet I don't have, I don't have nothing to lose. They moved the, the closing date back; it was supposed to be April 30th. Then they moved it into May, so it's April. We're trying to get this situated. I go into the bank, I get approved. They tell me what I need for the down payment, and it's literally to the dollar, the amount that I had in my savings account. 
So between November, when I didn't get the loan, to April, I managed to somehow miraculously save. I think we we mm-hmm. did. I had a, I had a couple keynotes at the beginning of the year. Some of our um, we did uh, some getting grown stuff, live live show checks or something. But either way, within that five months time, to and the dollar, I had the amount that I wow. needed. And it wasn't until I was sitting there in that office. Now that's when I felt like I heard God say, "I did it this way." Because you was relying on the home ownership program to get this house. You asked me for it, and I told you yes. And you was relying on them white people to give you the money for this house. And I told you I got you. So the lesson was, for me, if you ask God for something, you got to trust that he'll do it. And I had to go all the way around that, that whole scary situation in order for me to learn it. And if I hadn't, if someone just handed me the house, I would have been thanking that program for the house. Now mm-hmm. I know where the house came from. Mm. So that's why I say it is tricky and it's hard. And when you in it, it feels like God be playing in your face. Playing. But I got, I've, I said I'm old enough to be on the other side of some stuff now to really know that, the, that sometimes the scary, when you can say, man, I ain't know how in the world I was going to do it. And now you in it. That's the kind of stuff that grow your faith. When God is, when God is the Santa Claus and He just hands stuff to you, that's when you be like, oh, okay, I'm just going to keep asking for stuff, and He just gonna give it to me, blah blah blah. Like sometimes it don't work like that. Mm-hmm. You don't, you. I, that's how I know, and and I'm based on that particular experience. I'm able to trust God for anything I ask Him for now. Hmm. Y'all, this come out on Thursday, but you just got a Sunday sermon. <laughs> I ain't mean it. I ain't mean it. I thank you for that. I ain't mean it. I'm sorry. Let me go no, ask was, God for some just... stuff on today. Yeah, like, and when I spirit shows up and 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 does what they need to do, don't get mad no. if it don't go the way you needed to Sometimes, go. Sometimes, listen, thought it was he was scalping the child, and I just <laughs> listen. I just left my therapist and was literally like, "And you can get mad. I feel like he can handle it." I'm like, "Lord, this is terrible. Do you know? This is playing with me. Do you see this? Hello, <laughs> this is awful. Not giving what it has supposed to get. Right. And I'm God. like, but I thought I was doing what you said, do. Like I thought we was better than this. Like I feel like <laughs> them the conversations that I have because I feel like I'm all that, and he can handle it because I'm his kid. It's cool. I'm here for it. I but yeah, sis on the food blog, she still she not quite. <laughs> we don't know. Damn. She might have made it out. She might have made it out. Why she become the next? I'm not judging her. Martha I'm just, Stewart. I'm, listen, she might. I'm not judge. I'm just saying. I'm not she judging her. I'm just saying been. that's Somebody just one of the lessons. The food blog that is was just one of, one of the gifts. No, well, you know what? Experience. She only had a, that small little quote. You know, ask me something. Yes, on I'm sure. If you we don't have a lot to write yes. now. If we heard her so whole she, story, there would be some more gems in there that she done got out of this situation. But shout out to you, sis. And Come the food vlog. Drop tricky. the link. God be tricky. tricky. That's what we're going to call the episode. God be tricky. Listen, that's my favorite thing. Tricky. <laughs> God is tricky. I like He's good, though. Tricky. <laughs> bitches be tricky. Why are that's you? Really, Lower chakra, Shanti. Lower chakra. I, I feel like that's actually. I do. God bitches like, do be tricky. That's more. That's y'all actually don't be more accurate. Right Negroes right be tricky too. Well, bitch, I said when I say bitches, that applies to it's all. It's gender beings. neutral. It's I yes. it's all inclusive. True, Just like niggas is gender neutral. Like Absolutely. some of you niggas don't listen to what spirit has to say to you, and then they have to go and slap you upside your head. 
Mm-hmm. Come on and with the prayer, one. Jade. My prayers no, are like real. real nigga prayers, but they work. <laughs> <laughs> they I can't are. come through with the eloquent um, uh, word such as sister. I don't Kia know if here. that was eloquent. I felt like I sounded like uh, no. uh, Remy Ma. You, you sounded. Cool. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna be like, uh-uh, because, uh-uh, because, uh-uh. <laughs> you know, when I get <laughs> when I get impassioned, when I get impassioned about something, my New York comes out, baby. baby. I live. No, you sound like the Sermon on the Mount. I love it. That's what you sound like to me. That's what that's, that's the kind of Jesus I want to listen to. But what? Not you drinking liquor while you. I see. I love that. Yes, duality. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's right. Don't tell my All mom. All right. Well, do y'all have anything to close out for the kitchen table talk before we move on? No. Inshallah. Sorry, <laughs> I can't with it. <laughs> I told you. Right. She, she ready to move. Yes. Okay. She's like, whatever you need me to do, King. You got some things to learn today. She's like, oh, I ain't learned a damn lesson today. (laughs) (laughs) He ready to teach you all the things. Next time y'all see me. (laughs) Y'all better get ready. Antoinette's getting ready to come through with that heat. (laughs) Oh, Lord have mercy. Let's move on to this honesty box. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Honestly? Truly. All right, it's Honesty Box time, and uh, I think we shall allow our guests to give our listener a pseudonym, shouldn't we? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Uh, I believe we have a she, her, so would you all like to give um, our listener a pseudonym? A fake name. (laughs) (laughs) I saw the immense confusion. Internet's like, I don't know her. I can't give her a Internet's like, what? Like, uh, what? <laughs> An alias. <laughs> <laughs> An alias. But I just was like, how will I do that? I think Shanti's better at that. Um, I don't know. Let's call her um, Rayana. Okay, okay, Rayana. Rayana. Rayana <laughs> says, hi, Jade and Kia and Around the Way Curls. I hope that that email that my email finds you well as we're nearing the end of a uh, I'm sorry, I got a phone call and it interrupted my vibes Um, as we're nearing the end of the second quarter of the year already. 
I am Rayana. Father's Day is coming up and I'm seeking some advice. My stepfather has been in my life for as long as I can remember, as my biological father passed away when I was a few months old. Growing up, he was a man of few words, didn't curse or raise a ruckus towards anything. The only time I felt betrayed by him was when he randomly whipped me because I was eavesdropping on my mom's phone calls. While we've never really communicated like a real father and daughter should, I've been interested in changing this within the past few years. I've moved away from my home in 2013 when I joined the military. Stationed in Florida, I would go home to visit my parents on occasion, but my parents never offered to visit me any of the four years that I was away. In 2017, I moved to North Carolina and can count on the hand how many times I spoke to my father. In 2018, my dad was in North Carolina for work. We spent about a day together, but I truly believe that he had the route he needed to take to get back home. I'm sorry. I truly believe that, oh yeah, that's what she said, was different from the one that I literally passed in front of my apartment complex. I would have not seen him. In 2019, I flew to California to be with him and my mom for a weekend after not seeing and hardly speaking to him for an entire year. In 2020, right before the pandemic, I drove from North Carolina to New Orleans to be with him and my mom for a weekend again. Lastly, after getting vaccinated, she, since my parents are not, I decided to visit home in March after not being there since 2017. After counseling sessions and trying to figure out how to communicate my feelings to him, I decided to write my dad an email. Oddly enough, I sent the email the day before Father's Day 2020. His response to my email via text message was, got your email, we'll talk soon, love you pumpkin. We talked the next day, but our conversation was the usual awkward small talk with him eventually turning the conversation into talk about his work. To this day, the email still has not been acknowledged. In the past few years, I've been on an emotional roller coaster behind the relationship that I have with my father. If he is around when I talk on the phone with my mom, he doesn't ask to speak to me, and I'll hardly return the favor. If I do text him to see how he's doing, he may or may not respond, and a phone call will happen if he's in the area for work. This hardly happens, though. Most times I want to change our dynamic, and sometimes I don't care. Holding on to the it-is-what-it-is attitude. Of course, I don't want to feel the latter, but I really don't know what to do anymore. I felt obligated to show my love through material things, but that also goes unappreciated, and I don't think that my father is deserving of any of it. Not even a card, in my opinion. But that hasn't stopped him from asking what he'll get for Father's Day. Oh, no. I know that I'll hear my mom preach on about how he's my father and he's done so much for me, but even that statement is tired. I would much rather get to the root of the problem, but how is that so when the other person hardly offers communication and no resolution? I tried to keep this as brief as possible, but without leaving out any key details. Anything helps, and I do appreciate your brutal honesty. Thanks for reading, and take care, ladies. I love y'all for real. And that is from Rayana. <laughs> mm -hmm. Guys, I'm going to defer to our guests. I'm going to allow them to respond first. I had a right. conversation with a friend today. It was really interesting, actually. And he said to me that you have to let go of your attachment to the ideal. And you have to kind of like reckon with what is mm -hmm. and what's coming up for you in, you know, whatever not ideal situation you're in. I feel like this... Um, I feel like there's constant conflict with parents and children around whether they're fulfilling or not fulfilling this ideal 
archetype of what a father is or what a mother could be. And there's so much resentment and confusion and coercion and like lack of, of honesty um, mm-hmm. when people are trying to fit into or receive whatever, you know, performance a mother or a father or a kid should be doing. So I think I'm very proud of Rihanna in this moment of just acknowledging her anger and her, what I don't know that she's even brought up, I don't know if I really got it yet, but like her deep hurt Mm -hmm. in all of this Mm -hmm. and that she's justified to feel that and to like, again, God is tricky in that a lot of what we want in results is not is a slow, 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 slow cook, and it like mm. requires a lot of patience and um, sitting with really hard emotions that we think is like, when is this gonna be gone? When it's like you sitting in it, you being honest about it, you being fucking honest with your parents about it is that's the work, the pot- potential change or the potential whatever could possibly come from this um, in this situation. So I, I think it's just dope that. She's being honest mm-hmm. with herself, numero uno, to not expect to release herself from the expectations that this person may not be able to live up to, but yeah. to still be honest with them. Offer them the opportunity to be like, hey, you hurt me. This is frustrating for me. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to be in a relationship that feels so dishonest without it hurting me more. And I, I ain't doing <coughs> that with you no more, dad. Or Mr. Whatever his name is. Yeah. I think, too, I think that she said... Something that stood out to me was that she said that that email went unanswered. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, I'm I'm a... I agree that, you know, we can... That's part... Tricky. God. Um, We... You you can... I think the work here... Because I've had to have many hard conversations with... My parents and my parents are people who I have I have closer relationships with them it seems than Rihanna has with her stepfather, but I um the reason why is because I refuse to go unacknowledged. Mm-hmm. Now I understood that that getting them to acknowledge what I said or mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they're going to change or they're capable of being who I'm asking them to be. At all. Right. But at the very least, you're not going to ignore me and invalidate how I feel. You're going to hear it. And you might not agree or you might not you, you might not be who I need you to be. But at the very least, like it, the words came up mm-hmm. through my mouth and out mm-hmm. into the universe. And that was my work. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like I think that's the work here is like she she feels this way. And um, I think the hurt goes into like not being acknowledged and not getting what you want, you, you want. And you might not get what you want, sis, but I really encourage you that to, 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 to say it again and keep saying it mm-hmm. and say it. It's your truth. Keep saying it. And it might, and, and it might not work out in the way that you want, but you're going to, you know, I think it'll make her feel better and she's going to be at least heard or not. But the, the work yeah. is in, the work it's is not in, for her to yeah it's not for her for for her to say this is not about them she changing. can't convince them right that's his own it's work for, it, mm-hmm. right that's his, that's his stuff that's, it's that's for his her thing with God. to do her yeah. work of saying it and and you know 
and acknowledging and and even right and even acknowledging like and you not responding hurt yeah and you not responding is disappointing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's that i've had a situation um with my grandfather over the past few months actually where we haven't been on the best terms uh because i called him out and my grandmother for some of their behavior that i didn't appreciate Um, especially as it pertains to, uh, you know, having a relationship with my child and so forth. And that's just me being very candid. Um, And I had to be really honest in that situation and tell them it hurts that you all don't show any interest Mm -hmm. in your great-grandchild. It hurts because you all have acted in specific ways over uh, a series of years. And... Mm -hmm. We ended up getting into it because they wanted to highlight all of the wonderful things that they've done in this world. And I said, that literally does not matter in regards to anything that I just said. Mm -hmm. Your good deeds that you did over here don't matter. Now, where I agree with Shanti is, and I had to have a conversation with my mother because it is hurtful. I had to acknowledge that. I had to hold my boundaries and make sure I said what I said. Um, But at the same time, there is an expectation that I think I had of them that they are incapable mm. of. Mm. And so a lot of times with human beings, we set expectations for what we want from them or what we think they're supposed to deliver. And that's not to say that our feelings are invalid or you know how I feel is not valid or that some of the behavior is not fucked up. But also, how long am I going to hold on to this thing that is causing me grief mm. when these p- people cannot see themselves or change? Mm-hmm. And so that's something that we have to reconcile with ourselves with, especially, and it gets really tricky with relationships like this, especially when it comes to parents and grandparents and just people who you're supposed to have a a, suppo- a, a kind of a relationship with, right? But that's where supposed to needs to be taken out of our vocabulary because yeah. these, these relationships are so uh, complicated and they vary yeah. all across the board. You know what I'm saying? From having parents or or family members who are on drugs to having smothers. You know what I'm saying? So they're all very complicated relationships that we have to learn to navigate. But one thing that I've really had to reconcile with myself is I cannot control other people, including family members that I think I should have a specific type of relationship with. And I focus on the ones who do. I have another grandmother who is the most grandmotherly grandmother you can ever ask for. And Noah said she wanted some mail. My grandmother wrote her a letter. Mm-hmm. Noah, you know, things like that. And I have to focus on those types of relationships and the things that are bringing me ease and peace in my life. And I can't focus on the ones. If you don't want a relationship with me, I can't force you to have one. I agree. There's a certain level. I think we talk about on the show, we've talked about on the show uh, several times before about how um, adulthood uh, often brings a perspective of, of recognizing that your parents and your grandparents are people, yeah, and mm-hmm, not these mm-hmm. and not not these titles and responsibilities that we assign to them uh, based on the roles that they have played in our lives or experiences or what society says parents and grandparents are supposed to be and all of that. And I think um, for many of us, the reality is that the people who are our parents and grandparents, you know, come with their own traumas and experiences mm-hmm. and issues and challenges mm-hmm. and limitations, right? And yeah. and I think what has been helpful for me 
in my process of healing through sort of traumatic um, relationships, uh, experiences in, in with with my father, and um, is 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 um, you know recognizing that he is a person um, and understanding what is a what is a matter of his capacity um, and what isn't, right? There are certain things that I have expected or would have liked to have happened that I have realized at this age were just beyond his capacity. He was not able to or interested in. And, you know, as much as I would like to have feelings about that and as much as I do have feelings about that, the truth is what the truth is and reality is what the reality is. And it's up to me to sort of reconcile for myself, you know, what I'm going to do with that. Mm-hmm. Are there ways that I can find space in, in my life to to acknowledge and respect him, the fact that he is my father, um, while still, you know, taking care of myself, being mm-hmm. present with myself, having, you know, keeping, you know, myself in check around mm-hmm. around these things um and, and and maintaining boundaries and moving in ways that keep me safe. Um, you know, that's that's a everyday kind of journey. And I think that that's something that we have to choose to do. Um and so I uh, agree with all that's been said around, you know, acknowledging your feelings, acknowledging your hurt, um, honoring that. Um, but, you know, not allowing your feelings to immobilize you to mm-hmm. the to the extent um, where you or incapacitate you where you cannot make the decisions that you need to make for yourself going going forward mm-hmm. um, to keep yourself safe. I love that yeah. because the, your parents are going to trigger you. Father's Day is going to come up if you don't mm-hmm. want to get them that that. If it's Card. more painful for you to get him a gift than for you to honor your feelings around not getting him a gift, then you have you have to prepare yourself. You have to do mm-hmm. the self-care. You have to talk to therapy. You have to talk to friends. You've got to figure out ways to to sit with, because that's a constant trigger. That's an open right. wound. It's mm-hmm. traumatic. And it's not going to feel good either way. No. You're going to get him a gift. It's not going to feel yeah. good. You're not yeah. going to get him a gift. I, it's not going to feel good. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Don't go through the motions if no. it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. And then care for yourself mm-hmm. through that hard feelings, yeah. And and be honest, you know. Yeah. I've, I've and find the ways to, you know. I've had to have some real honest conversations with my mom, um, like when my brother passed and my dad came around, and it was like, you know, she was like, "Don't talk to him." Blah 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 blah. blah. And I had to tell her, like, I don't have the capacity to grieve mm-hmm. my brother and hate my father right now. Mm-hmm. If you don't right. want to deal with him, mm-hmm. I understand and I will respect that. But I can't have you telling me how to move yeah. in this moment. Yeah. Yep. And you know, that was that was for that season. Mm-hmm. And you know, when we move into a different place, you know, I've kind of, you know, it's kind of up and down. Mm-hmm. When you have a strained relationship, there's seasons to it. There are times when you'll feel comfortable engaging with your father. And then there are times when you'll be triggered and you can't. And mm-hmm. just giving yourself that space to kind of navigate those ebbs and flows. Because whatever, whatever decision you make. I think what's most critical is that you recognize that you have the right to change your mind yeah. mm-hmm. at any time. Like you have, when you have more information, when you've thought about it more, when you've processed it, 
differently, when you have different perspective, and you know, you have the right to change your mind. So don't feel like you have you're locked into anything right yep. now. Yeah. What does it need to be right now? Father's right. Day is coming up in three weeks. What do you need it to be right now for you to make it through Father's Day 2021? Mm-hmm. Worry about Father's Day 2022 when you get there. Mm-hmm. 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 Maybe your gift for Father's Day. I hope, Fri- I hope Day is, Rihanna's okay. I hope so, I too. Show, show up for Father's Day. Make them have the conversation in your face. <laughs> like, if you want. Like, if, you, if you want if to. If you're capable Here's your of gift. If you want to. Yeah, Here's your gift. Let us say I'm not coming. Yeah, I feel I feel dismissed. Mm-hmm. Call them and say if you want, you know, if if you want to acknowledge the the email that I already wrote, we can do that. Mm-hmm. That'd be a great Father's Day. You or do, even and, ask or him. don't call them if you don't want you to. Don't. You do whatever. Do whatever you want. You, know you, whatever need, you need, need to do. do. You know what? If you need <laughs> more information, ask for it. Yeah. Right. I think too that uh, this is real fast, but I just think too that just says so much about what he's capable of and mm-hmm. why and mm-hmm. his own stuff. And and it's not her job to figure that out, right. but it helps ease it when you have a little bit of empathy and when you also have a little bit of understanding of like, this person is so emotionally shut down, he can't even acknowledge an email. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but his response was, oh, so such and such a baby girl, because he knows it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he, that's the most he could do in that moment. Yeah. And if that's not enough, it's not enough. That's okay. My grandfather told me I was disrespectful because I held my well. boundaries. <laughs> Bitch, I was very respectful. <laughs> <laughs> but call them a bitch three times, you know. Jay. <laughs> <was a> <laughs> you threatened to kill him, Jay. It was Jeez. only two, Shanti. I told you I kept it respectful. No, I would never. But I agree with what Antoinette said. And with that, also remember that however you feel is valid. Remember, mm-hmm. however you feel is valid. So whatever you need to do in that moment, you go ahead and do that. And if you don't want to have a conversation right now, don't do it. Ashe. Simple as that. But you can hold your boundaries and also understand people's capabilities at the same time. Yes, Both can exist sure. in the same in the same notion. So duality. We hope that, yes, duality is a thing. Make sure you that all shop it. around the way curls merch. Um, <laughs> yeah. You like how I did that? Just like Monique. Yes. I liked it. I like it. Just like Monique. Just like Monique. Like Monique. <laughs> this is <a> show <laughs> at 7 p.m. and duality is a thing. Azalea, black and white. And sweatshirts, all inclusive well. sizes, jewelry as well. It's like, let me tell. Oh, Rayana. I hope that is that what we called her, Rayana? Yes. Rayana. Rayana. Yeah. I hope Internet that. called her uh, Rihanna, but I didn't want to break up the. Um, I okay. didn't say Rihanna. Okay. Say it. Say Rayana. Rayana. We go. My sister got, um, uh, my sister's child. What? <laughs> what is it? When you got a, when you got a god, a god. Uh, was that her god or anything? It wasn't. It was just some little girl she grew up with. Never mind. I thought that was like her god sister. Oh, boy. Rayana, play cousin. Please keep us posted. Never play cousin. <laughs> play cousin. Let us know how everything goes. Keep us updated. And we have you. We have you in our, our in our hearts, baby girl. We have you in our hearts right now. For sure. I know it's a complicated situation to navigate. Continue to send your honesty box questions to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. And um, we will quickly move along to this black woman self-care. I deserve a, a 
We're gonna quickly run through this black woman, black person self-care uh, this week. And so this is where Around the Way Curls, we will, uh, Shanti and Antoinette, we will say one thing that we did to take care of ourselves. It doesn't have to be anything big. It could be something small. It is one thing you did this week to make yourself feel good. Um, I will go first. I have been trying to be diligent with not working on the weekend. Whether mm. people want responses or not, you're just not going to get them. And then when you do get them, everything's going to be fine and nothing has blown up. I love Very nice. So that's my black very, person very self-care nice. this week. Who would like to go next? I think I bagged somebody at a funeral. It was a sad occasion, <laughs> but I decided to look on the bright side. Oh, wow. And oh, shout out God. to you. You know who you are. Looking forward to Friday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, inshallah. Inshallah, King. <laughs> Who's next? I got my nails done today. And Ooh, I can get it. Oh, they're cute, too. Let me see. I, ne- I never got white, but I said... They're good. That is a black girl color for summer. Yeah. That's white. her nails too. Nails. Y'all. That's her nails. Did yeah, you get did beautiful you, nail beds? Did you get um, mm-hmm. white on your toes too? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. It's Ooh. a white toe summer. It's a white toe summer. I never do that. I said, listen. Oh, I get white. And she white had a man's toes. house too. She went. Got her nails done. Them. Alpine snow gel nails. <laughs> I guess <laughs> white, white. White toes exclusively. No other colors on the toes. Wow. I don't think that would look good on Not me. I'm sure it's going to last, though. They're looking a little bit... They got ink marks on them and everything. That's oh, a terrible Shanti. idea. Shanti. <laughs> Let me help you. Let me help you. The ink marks. Let me help you. Here it is. You need a little hairspray? You got some hairspray? Oh. hmm Spray the nail with the hairspray, right? And then you just get a little cotton swab, comes right off. Ooh. Then you wash your hands. Okay, so you let me ask you: does, does that work for Welcome. those? Does that work for the like little blunt burns that you get? Because I find I when I have, so. I don't know. Oh, okay. um, but I, I mean, it's worth a shot. It you know, sometimes you have nails, and then you get down to the clip, and you so find the that the is, nail is. <laughs> girl, you ain't got no white on your nails, so just Jade, shut I up. I gotta get you these new things. They're little. They're little metal blunt. Oh, thing. my boo from Meow Manifesto yes. makes them as well. I have one. Oh, okay. Well, girl, you better start using them. I know, I do. But I also don't have nails. But if I decide that I want to get me some, <laughs> I just want to know. in the hairspray. But it's not enough as if you were soaking the nail. Mm. But it's just enough to get any stains off. Just enough to know. That's Damn, disturbing. There's acetone in hairspray. Damn, I, got my, I got my nail done today, too. Yeah. Girl, let me, let see. me see. I seen them. Oh, those oh, are yeah. jazzy. Ooh. I love the mix up of okay. shapes. Would These are mine. She's Rihanna. Those are Kia's nails, y'all. Those are her nails. Those aren't tips. I take collagen nice. and mm. biotin. What is that? Is that um that's the hard uh the hard gel on top of it's your the, nail? Yeah, they're wrapped. You use um powder? It's powder wow. then? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I got to wow. get powder because mm. it's harder than gel. I got to grow. Yes, nails. but it's still the same. I mean, the ink, the if the ink stains, it will still work if oh, if you, to get it off. Get it's powder, y'all. That's it. Gold yeah, is right good. There. Thank you. For I'm gonna give me some nails, and I'm gonna come back to all my blunt smoking queens. I'll be a oh, testament for you all. Lord. I'll let you know what's happening because it's no God. inclusivity it's over your here. Your nails holding up there, Queen of Course Supreme. <laughs> they holding up. Mind your business. We good over here. <laughs> oh yeah, she was click click clicking the whole we way. We good over here. Pick you can't it, hear that? Picking cherries, baby. Okay, <laughs> picking cherries. 
Hater. I gotta keep her up. I'm gonna text you. When, how, when's they, when your refill do or whatever? When you redone? I'm not getting these done again. I ain't paying for the shit. I'll be childish <laughs> next week. That's dirty. Nope. <laughs> Just bought a car. I ain't got it. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. Antoine, do you have a self care this week? I said it. Okay. I bashed somebody oh, at a funeral. Yeah. About that day, that's oh, yes. self care, bitch. You know how long it's been. She went down to the funeral, honey. She did. That <laughs> was self okay. Morning man. Funeral. Says, shout out to Uncle Lamar. Tender okay. heart. Oh, Morning man. She ready to comfort somebody in their grief. Hello. <laughs> Let me, that's that the best be the time, new, actually. That should be the come up. Come I here, didn't baby. do it. Listen, the, the funeral let out different. Okay, <laughs> it was the repast. I said, oh, this is better than any club. Come over here. You oh, right? that is terrible. That is actually true, though. That is a mess. It's true. Listen, I didn't. I, did, I feel, I feel fine about it. I didn't start it. It was, it was my girlfriend, aunt. <laughs> A let out is she, a let out. We were out. talking about travel. She out. left and came back with this specimen. A let out is so. a let out is a let out. Okay? You can park in lot pimp on any occasion, queen. Period. <laughs> any Period. Occasion. It, was, it was celebratory. It wasn't a sad funeral, so I, I felt it was a okay about it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Celebration. Yes. We love to hear it. So. Well, we I'm can't wait to hear. This week, I watched High on the Hog on oh! Netflix. Yes. I was encouraged you know i just feel like you know you thought i thought i was going to get into it just as someone who enjoys food uh soul food specifically i just thought i was going to enjoy it you know in terms of it being about one of my favorite things eating um but really you know it it tells an awesome compelling story about how Mm. you know black people have found comfort and in and integrity and strength and elegance and there's so much that has been that that we have realized and cultivated through food and through mm-hmm. like like cre- the creation of food especially mm-hmm. given the uh, unreasonable circumstances that we are that we have been in right mm-hmm. it tells awesome stories about how black women have i mean black people have created beauty out of nothing and I binged it. It was only about four episodes, four mm-hmm. one-hour episodes on Netflix. I, I highly it. recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, the one of the the most the moment that sticks out to me is like you know, somebody said in there it was like you know I I kept thinking we think we have this conversation about soul food. It's going to be about elevating. We're going to have a conversation about fine dining, how to elevate soul food, and he's like until you realize that soul food was already always elevated. It was always mm, fine day. dining. Get on mm. my level. Mm. And I was like, oh, mm. get he's me so together. He's too. He's a cute, isn't he sweet little guy? He's very sweet. He's very cute. sweet. I needed him to put a little something in his hair, though. It was dry. He, but, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. <laughs> it was a little distracting. Like, I hope oh. this man isn't married to a white woman because he's giving hoped, me white woman I actually vibes. said that out loud. And I was worried because I felt like somebody, if he was dating a black woman, she would have been like, put a little bit of this in your hair if you're going to be on that camera. Yeah. Because yeah, no. it was distracting. It was, it was gray. It was. It was a person it was, of it was, so, He was precious he's and very another. endearing, right? Mm-hmm. Very trustworthy. I feel like I can trust him to tell mm-hmm. the story in the right way. Oh, he but has such a hair. sensual face. Every time he talked to somebody about food, it was like, it was so sensual when he would he would Very look much. right into yeah. their souls. I know. I was like, <laughs> had he been raised in different circumstances, he could be a real fuck boy because he was tall. He just had good build and yes, stature. Yes, he was very, and then he would look into your face. He was a yeah, strapping man. I was man. like, your parents protected you. You went to Listen, all white schools. 
But as soon as I saw that hairline, I would know you ain't into my kind. Did y'all watch Master of None yet? Not yet. I can't wait to talk about. I gotta get into that. I will though, and I'll yeah, and and we'll discuss. Somebody Lena's on my good side. All he needs Lena, is a little avocado and some honey. All That's he all. needs is a, a little deep <laughs> he conditioner. He'll be in the, uh, in a good a good a good shape up. I'm telling you. She not the shape up. <laughs> he does need a I mean, crispy lineup. All them African yeah. places, all them black ass places, ain't he nobody tell you get a shape up boy. Y'all. Not uh, one. Really I said they shot this whole season, four whole episodes. Oh, nobody told that boy it. to go to the barber shop. What producer said? Hold on, we nobody gotta take it to Philly. Said. Philly got the meanest shape up boy. <laughs> Listen, let me get this boy an edge, and he don't even. I'm not saying he had to cut it. Just clean it up a little bit. Just a little you know, all he needed was a shape up. The little beard edge. Too. You just needed a little edge. That's it. He would have been fine. I was like, oh god. That was like, such an inspiring documentary, him. though. It was. I was working on a project before pandemic that I'm going to pick back up. That was that looks into my family lineage as it pertains to food, and so I was really touched by the um, by the Gullah segment because my family yeah. is from James Island, and so I thought that was really beautiful to highlight. Just the history and the roots. It's such an incredible documentary. It's so, mm. so, so, so good. If you haven't really watched good. it, highly recommend. All right. Well, let's move into these petty peeves and close this thing out. All right. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. honey. All right. Let's be petty. It's my favorite time of the year. Um, well, day. Well, episode. <laughs> Um, petty peeves. I'm ready because let me tell you something. I live down here in the district. I live in the DMV. I actually live in Maryland, which is just close to the district. But you know, this is not the point. The point I'm saying is every 17 years, <laughs> the cicadas descend upon this region. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yo, you have terrorize. a cicadas petty peeve every year. I live for it. Terrorize. <laughs> they terrorize the residents of this, of this area. And I just want you to know these cicadas is flying around here like little minivans in the sky. They are big <laughs> and aggressive. They just come right into your windshield. Bang! Like, excuse me? And just flat die. Kill themselves dumb as hell. They just oh. suicidal cicadas all over the place. And I was, um, I was, uh, you know, they collect my trash on Tuesdays. And so this morning I was picking up my trash trash bin to place it back in my garage and a cicada about the size of my head emerged. Mm-mm. And, you know, I left everything, the car running, everything running down the street because the cicadas <laughs> were trying to kill Nuts. me. The cicadas killing you. I live. Locals and I just are can't really wait. ravishing the world, though. Like, and they real, are very real. loud. So, you know, now yeah. that they're, I guess they're almost finished, they're mating or doing whatever it is that they do before they leave us. And they just be hollering and screaming child all the time. And just a pipe down. Okay? <laughs> just out here, just pipe down. It don't take all of that. Making all this noise. I okay. had to run into the... I run into the nail place today like it was a Persian Gulf watch. I was just rolling <laughs> oh. through. Oh! <laughs> I was just 
just rolling around, just trying to avoid the cicadas attacking. They just fly and they bump it. They literally fly into you because they're blind. They can't see. So they be all hitting you all in your they're legs like and stuff. What in the reject? They're like flying It's rats. terrible. They are. And they're really big. I don't know. They, they must got COVID or something because these are the biggest cicadas I've ever seen in my life. Kia hates cicadas more than anything else. And I hate bugs. I just hate bugs. I hate all kinds of bugs. So they're just out here irking my whole nerves. Around the way curls. Do you all, who has a petty peeve? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you have one, Shanti? No, I normally have my long list, but I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. I had a good week. I had a good week so far. That's good. That's That's because I was there. Yeah, I had a good week. I had nothing. Mm-hmm. My new petty peeve is alternate side parking. I'm oh, new to the game. Welcome. Welcome. welcome <laughs> oh, it's a ghetto. It's a personal hell. Welcome. What in the hell is this? I came home. <laughs> I came home from Philly too late. And everybody got to parking and on my block. And I usually Listen. always have parking, but I'm realizing that's the case only at certain hours. And mm-hmm. so I rolled up thinking I'm just gonna roll up. Hey, and I said, what mm-hmm. the... F-? So there's no parking. But then mm-hmm. my neighbors, who I've called the police on, but because I needed to, they're Indian family. They're not black. It. So oh, they deserve oh, it. They wait, won't shut what? the fuck up. Oh, this is somebody oh, not else? That. That was awful. Different family. I was like, because that nigga deserves it. <laughs> oh, no. He he threatened to kill me. But this family yeah. is just yeah, loud for no reason on time. But I'm I watching them. They got these two big cars. I'm plotting on them. One is like some kind of big old Nissan, I don't know what it's called, and then a big old pickup truck. And I'm like, they can't. So they're both trying to park at the same time. They're trying to take the two last spots, and I just pulled up with my little car, my little sedan. So I'm like, all right, they can't get in this. I'm watching him. He can't. He's kissing the bumper, and they're watching me wait, and I'm just waiting. So then he calls the family out. The family comes outside. They stand in the parking spaces while they switch. <laughs> so now the pickup truck is going to try to get in that spot. And, th- and damned if they did it. And I had waited there for 25 minutes idling, trying to just wait for that spot because I just oh, no. knew they wouldn't get in. And then this morning, I heard the people arguing outside because he, the way they parked, they parked the car I, I I know that if I come outside and there's a dent on my car, it's them. They parked the car where the car was touching both the front, the, the car mm-hmm. behind them and the car in front of them. Mm-hmm. And they were getting cussed the hell out by the neighbors. Mm-hmm. I was like, that, that's what you get. So I had that's to ride around. That techie, really? Mm-hmm. I had to ride mm-hmm. around for 45 minutes looking for okay. parking until 1130 mm-hmm. at night. Mm-hmm. I had... And I, well, I was a I was a dodo bird though, because it was parking right on the right on the corner, but I didn't know if I could park there, and I was scared. So I was like, I don't know if I can park here. I'm gonna keep looking. And so then I found one, and I had to, I had like mad bags of suitcases, and was around twelve o'clock in the morning wheeling my little my big suitcases and all my bags into the house, and I have my alarm set to move my car today, and I don't think this is gonna be very fun. So no. we're going to see how long this lasts before I'm actually living in Philadelphia because I can't handle Wait it. Wait until it gets really ghetto and you got to park near a hydrant and go to sleep. 
Ooh. Oh no, no. I've never I've never I've never had the nerve to do that. I've had to. I would never jade of all jades part your hydrant. Literally I there can't. was times where I Toya could not does it find. all the time. It makes me wheeze. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, What? What is gonna happen? You're gonna come out here one day, your car's gonna be down to the end. Gone. Oh no, no, no. I go mm-hmm. I fall asleep in the car. Oh, oh my god. Jesus. <laughs> I will never. <laughs> I would drive I would turn around and drive back to Philly before I do that. <laughs> I've had to do it. Welcome to all the I have parking. I miss I miss my little my little corner of an apartment in Harlem, and I love living there. But that Austin Street, mm-mm. it's it's a personal hell. It's now that you talking hell. about God being tricky, I feel like the Lord had a lesson for me in that parking <laughs> child. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! Well, since Shanti doesn't have a petty peeve, I guess I'll go. Um, I went to the smoke shop to go pick up my business. And a nigga came in offering me one of them little ghetto-ass illegal uh, vapes that you all are selling now. And that is my petty peeve this week. Don't buy that shit. You don't know Uh what's in it. You don't know what these niggas have mixed up in these cartridges. You don't know where they're getting from. The nigga looked like he printed the fucking uh, label off of Microsoft. And you all (laughs) are buying this shit and smoking it. And you don't know what it is. It could be diesel fuel. You have no fucking clue. So I just want to say be very careful and diligent because these niggas are out here scamming and scheming. Scheming and Mm. scamming. That's it. Shanta, you still ain't got no petty peeve? No. You're so elevated. I just don't. That's bullshit. She be so petty. I I have very random ones. Life is good. Life is good. The only one that's the most recent, you know, it's a constant one, is change your battery and your goddamn fire detector. That's just... I don't respect people that have that. <laughs> I don't. The beeping. I don't respect them. That's it. That's the most current one. Because it's be, lazy. Be on lives too. I know it's lazy. Be on lives. <laughs> Pray your priorities. What are you? They be you lying too. Do you not hear that? Yes, they be lying. They be like, you have kids away. with that still, and you have children in your home. Right, and this shit day is not properly out, detecting. Just subjecting the baby to this incessant beeping. Also, it's mad dangerous. That's Change a- your fire. To- this is God speaking to you directly. <laughs> you don't have to learn no hard lessons. Hear him. Hear, hear the Lord. He is telling Change you that you are doing too much. And I hope mm. it's a dual carbon monoxide detector as well, which really exactly. means you need to change that shit. This is your shit. life. That saved my our life one time. You see? See? Change your fucking batteries. Like, warning, carbon monoxide. Warning. <laughs> we were like, that's pretty for real? scary. It is. That's it was really scary. scary. Me to death. That's what you need. What more do you need? An incessant beeping? To wake your black ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Shanti is truly so bad. For her to say she didn't have a petty pee for her to be that mad. Very stressed <laughs> about this beeping. I don't respect okay. you. You're the I don't want Shanti to be upset. Don't tell me nothing. Don't come on the live giving me no type of spiritual tips, son. <laughs> Until you change your fucking battery. <laughs> Until you change your battery. You can't even listen to the fucking thing. You think and I'm going to listen to you? And change them talking to you, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> listen, Shanti has had it with you. <laughs> Internet knows. Internet knows. I'd be like, oh. She's like, don't get on she here with another fucking Q and A until you change the goddamn batteries. <laughs> she has had it with you hoes, okay? Enough, off of your heads. Well, Shanti, Antoinette, we love you, mm. ladies, deeply you. and truly, and thank, thank you so much for time. joining thank us. Thank you. 
deep, deep, big, big Good love, y'all. Good conversation. Rich. Yes. Rich. <laughs> and, you know, wear your bonnets in the airport. Shanti and Antoinette and Kia hate it, but I don't care. I'm judging you. You can do it, but I'm judging you. Judge, so Shanti's Monique. like, you're still a dirty bitch, but I love you. <laughs> Monique, Monique will not have you guys. Not Monique. But Monique she won't shave them legs, though. So. tired of it, okay? Well, I think we should take this out with, with all the mantras of both shows. What say you? Okay. Shanti, can you okay. give us one of your... Um, can you give us one of your ending uh, um, around the way affirmations? Around the way affirmations. I just think that on this day, you've just been, you know, Antoinette gave you the easy layup with this obs- idea that God is tricky, but God has kept it a hundred and continues to keep it a hundred in your life. Her. There are beeping <laughs> fire detectors everywhere in your life. And you know where they are. And it's quite obvious. So stop playing. Change the battery. Drop that man. Trust in the Lord. Oh, yes. Take that motherfucking bonnet off. (laughs) Or keep it on. That's your business. That's your business. And stop acting like God ain't trying to tell you. Because bitches are tricky. God keeps it 100. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> bitches are tricky. <laughs> bitches are tricky. I think God that's what I'm going to call this episode, actually. <laughs> I know Amen. it to be a fact. I know it to be uh, a fact. Shay, namaste. Hey, baby. Okay. Mm. Thank you. That was an around the way curls affirmation straight to you live and direct. <laughs> Kia, would you like to take us out with getting groans uh, affirmations? Absolutely. I think it is all in our best interest to mind the business that pays us because it is mm. mine. It is it. yours. That's and it, it is nobody else's. And you are therefore responsible for that business. And you don't got time to be worried about anybody else's business. Okay? That's it. You want to moisturize your skin. Okay? Very, Air. very critical. Mm-hmm. You have to do that. Okay? And because your soul. And your soul. You also want to moisturize your insides by drinking the Lord's water. Okay? Mm. You got to drink And not water. Boosie's alkaline water. <laughs> you will Leave die. that alone, okay? Because yes. it got malt liquor and MSG in it. <laughs> but if you do all of these things, right? You drink your water, you moisturize your skin. Your black will not crack because it won't be dry. That's it. Bye. Bye. For those of you that think that gospel music has gone too far, You think we've gotten too radical with our message. Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Glory, glory! Woo! (laughs) You better put them hands together and act like you know up in here.
can't take my joy, devil. Makes me cut. <laughs>